0: We're going to move into baptisms now. I love doing this on the same day because we just we get to see what God's all about. Um, in a few moments, we're going to be baptising my friend Laura here, which is so cool. Um, but I very briefly want to describe to you a little bit, and uh, put it in context if you like. In, in Matthew's Gospel, Matthew was a follower, friend of Jesus, and he wrote an account of what it looked like to follow Jesus. When he he was killed for our sins, he was buried, he rose again and he he met with his disciples over a period of many days and on one occasion he said, all authority has been given to me, therefore go, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So that's what we're doing, Laura, we're baptising you in the name of God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Baptism is so important for the believer. I've said it numerous times. It's not an optional extra. It's not just for some like kind of wackier edges of the church. It's for every born-again believer and follower of Jesus. It's an act that shows what's happened, what's gone in in a person's life, and actually who they belong to. It's got kind of an eternal, a futuristic imagery as well. It's an amazing picture of a spiritual transaction that has already happened, Laura, in your life. So you're not becoming a Christian today. You're, you're, you're showing that you are one. I want to very quickly share two very brief things. Firstly, what it means for the individual, for you, Laura, and then what it means for us corporately, together, what it means for a community, a church. So what it means for you As an individual, the New Testament is scattered with examples of people being baptized. And actually, it tells us that when a person turns to Jesus in faith, meaning, man, I believe Jesus died for me. I believe he is the unique son of God that died for my sins, and I can have new life in him. If you have done that, if you turn to him in faith, the Bible says that you're now baptized into him, which is an unusual statement, isn't it? To be baptised means to be covered or immersed, immersed. Or more accurate is drenched. The kids love it when people are baptised. Again, douche. It means to be drenched with. So there are other statements scattered across the New Testament that says, actually when you've given your life to Jesus, baptised into him, you've put on Jesus, which is unusual, right? You've, you've put on Jesus like a garment, Elsewhere, it says, you've been clothed with Jesus. You've been hidden in Jesus. I don't know when we were singing that worship song, when they were practicing, I heard Laura go, I love this song. And it's talking about being hidden in him. We're seated with Jesus. We're grafted into Jesus. You'd know that as a doctor, right? You're so one with Jesus. That's the unique reality that you share, friend. Your life is completely merged in and one with him. It's a supernatural and an eternal transaction that's taken place. There's been a death, a burial, and a resurrection. This is what the Bible tells us. In Galatians 2.20, the writer Paul says, I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Jesus Christ lives in me. It's profound. Think about that for you, friend. If you know Jesus, you've been crucified with him. You no longer live, but he lives in you. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ, they're a brand new creature. The old has gone, the new has come. We looked at that last week. So the act, in just a few moments, you're going to walk up these stairs gingerly. You're going to get in that tub, kind of like, oh, this is going to be strange. But the act of getting in the tub, it's not just weird. It's effectively saying, goodbye, old life. This happened the moment I turned to him. But actually, my life is now completely hidden. I've repented, I've turned from my own ways and I've turned to Jesus. When you go under the water, Laura, it says it's like a grave. The, the waters are burying that old life. It's happened, but this is a public demonstration. And when you come up out of the water and we give much more than a golf clap to you, this shows that you now have resurrected life now and in the future you're going to get a brand new body. You're going to have resurrected new life forever. So Laura, this is huge. It's massive. Today you are nailing your stake in the ground, your colours to the mast, and you're saying before us all, don't want to make you nervous, don't look back yet, before us all, as for me, Laura, I believe in Jesus. I'm going to follow him for the rest of my days. My life is hidden in his. And lastly, this is what it means for us as a church community, because it's not just about us turning up and going, man, I did that once. So I've just turned up to watch someone else do it. Now, this is profound for all of us because it's a continual reminder. When you get baptised, I remember when I was baptised and what it stood for. Galatians three twenty-eight. This is the, the reality for us as a family. It says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. We are all one in Jesus. 1 Corinthians 12 says, For we were all baptised by one Spirit, into one body. Ephesians 4, there is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. This is what I want us to see, friends, that somehow supernaturally today, we witness what this oneness in Jesus looks like. There's no prejudice in the kingdom. There's no hierarchy system. There's diversity, there's difference, there's variety. But do you know know what? There's an amazing oneness of what's happening today. Somehow we've been baptised together as brother and sister, brothers and sisters, into one Lord, Jesus. And this is what baptism shows us, that we all share in it. Do you know there's no hierarchy? I don't know how you feel here this morning, but there's no first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth class citizen in the kingdom. You are just as important as me, and I am just as important as you. We are equally loved and valued by this incredible Father in heaven. And you know what? His love has brought down every barrier. That's what it says in the Bible, that every every barrier that separated tribes, that separated people groups, has been brought down in Jesus. That's why I love the church, man. We've got people that maybe are freshly out of prison that can sit amongst here. We've got judges, lawyers, dinner ladies, doctors, people like me. And we all stand together going, man, I'm, I'm one in this family. I'm equally loved. And you know what? Christ's love unites us. Regardless of social class, background, education, culture, we're now brilliantly one in Jesus. So Laura... Welcome to family. Hope you felt that for the months you've been here. But today, somehow, this spiritual, supernatural transaction means, man, I've been baptised into Jesus, and I've been baptised into his family. The Bible also states that he places the lonely in families. And that's why I love this, because I was lonely. How about you? The orphan, the rejected, the abandoned, the abused, the forgotten. Somehow, this brilliant dad in heaven gathers us all up And he says, do you know what? You've got a home where you can belong. You've got a home where you can belong. One baptism that links us all together in Christ under one father. So this is where I want to finish things. The highest privilege, the most precious revelation of the gospel is that in and through Jesus, we get to know a father. We've sung about him. He's a good, good father. Because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, he brings us to a brand new father, and we can know him as daddy. And you know what? The journey ahead, Laura, friends, family, the journey ahead isn't religion, full of rules and regulations, it's intimacy and relationship. And I want to I tell you, I don't know how you find yourself here this morning, but God has an incredible plan for each of your lives. Every single last one of you here, you might feel forgotten or rejected or just a bit bored. Do you know, God has an incredible plan for each of your lives. And this is the plan, to walk hand in hand with him, loved as an adventure for the rest of your lives. So this is how we're going to finish. There's three responses before we baptize Laura. Response number one, Laura, for you, this is a point of reference, I guess. From here on out, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, keep thinking, man, that was when I was baptised. That day meant that was a symbol in front of my family and friends, a public demonstration that said, man, I'm so one with Jesus, and I'm so one with his family. That's response number one. Response number two, family and friends, church community. Again, I've referred to it. This can be a reference point for you as well, where you go, yeah, I was baptized." So I pray that there'd be a fresh joy, even when you watch Laura get dunked in the tub, you're gonna go, yeah, I am one with Jesus, eternally one with him. I will never be separated from him and I'm one with his family, the church. And lastly, family, friends visiting, maybe you're here for the first time, maybe you've been coming for months. Maybe you're here and you think, it's random. It's not random that you're here. You can know Jesus this morning. We don't have to hype it. We don't have to put some sort of funny music on in the background. You can just know him right now, this morning. You can can hear the songs that's been sung. You You can feel a presence that's amongst us. That's what I felt when I first walked into a church community like this. It was like, man, there's someone here. There's something here. But you can know him. You can know a oneness with Jesus this morning and a oneness with his family. I just want to invite everyone just to close your eyes just for a moment. And I'm going to finish with a very simple prayer. And if you'd like to pray this for the first time, you can. am not going to ask anyone to stand. Just pray it in your heart. You can pray it out loud. You can shout it if you like. But if you want to accept Christ as Savior, if you want to be one with him today, then just repeat after me. Jesus, I believe that you're God. Jesus, I believe that you love me. Jesus, I believe you died upon a cross for all of my sin. I believe you were buried and I believe you've risen again in brand new life. And I can have new life in you. Thank you that you forgive me. Thank you that you love me. And thank you that you make me brand new. So today, Jesus, I choose to turn from my ways and I turn to you as my saviour, my lord, and my incredible best friend. Amen. If you prayed that this morning, welcome to family. Come chat to me afterwards. Love to tell you what you need to do from here. From here, we're going to baptize you, Laura. So I want to invite Laura up and Em back up onto the stage and give her a hand.